Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Welcome back to another thrilling and exciting episode of the Gold Room Podcast. Um, we're back. We're back, baby. Season's over. Well, not yet. No, the regular season. Oh, it's very possible it would be. No, I mean over shortly, but well, regular I mean, conference tournaments postseason. Yeah, I mean, I to a degree. Yeah, uh, regular season's over. Uh, let's just get right into it. Uh, I'm thinking if we can get one tournament dub, I'm going to call it a success. I think, based on, I mean. I think if you if you talked to us at the beginning of the season, talked to us now and said, is one tournament dub a success? I don't think we would have said that. No. But I think all things considered with where we are right now, um, I would agree. And also considering that we don't have to play in the very first round, don't we get like one round by? I'm or not like, sure we would as a nine seed. I think the bottom four are in oh, the round. Yeah, that might, be, that might be the case. So we at least didn't have to do that. Which is cool, I guess. Yay! <laughs> um, but yeah, just thinking about uh the ups and downs of this season, the struggles we've had, the clear problems we have on offense, the overall strength improvement of the Sun Belt Conference with the addition of the four new teams, particularly the three of the four new teams. Yeah. Um, I you know obviously we'd like more wins. We'd like to be number one. We like to do this, this, and this. If you're just being realistic, this is it could have been worse. Well, and I think go, going back to the end of last year, going into this year, I think everybody kind of thought that it was going to have to be sort of a reload kind of year. That's why um, we had to we hit the portal as hard as we did. Yeah, we hit the portal, portal big, which I think is something that we're still going to have to do next year. Um, I think we're going to have a couple portal guys come in. I, I think it's safe to say we will probably have some people until you're the portal themselves. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. You don't, you don't think, you don't believe the rumblings? I'm mixed. So the one we're talking about is Mantis, Chris Mantis. Yeah. Uh, the reason we think that is because, um, I believe it was one of his family members. Basically, you see this all the time with players on different universities. Their family members post something kind of cryptic. I mean, honestly, it's Cam Peoples. It, it does kind of seem right? like Cam Peoples and, and kind of weird family cryptic tweets right. situation. Yeah. And it just it implied that it Mantis was not getting the, not necessarily the minutes, but the opportunity. Yeah. The offensive that he wanted, opportunities. That he wanted more of the offense designed around him. Yeah. I, I think. Which respectfully, I don't agree with. I have not seen that from him to run an offense through Chris Mantis. No, I don't point. I don't think that either. Do I think Chris Mantis could be used differently? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see that, but I don't I don't I don't think there's an argument to be like, yeah, Chris Mantis should be your number one scoring option. Yeah. I don't think we've seen consistent production on yeah. that end. I do think he does have arguments where it, it seemed like he'll get hot from range and then weirdly get pulled early on while it still seems like he's warm and then not make his way back into the lineup until late in the game. Um, I, I, there might be an argument to be made there, but I don't know. I, I think with the portal, especially in basketball, 
the, the portal is is tough. Right. If you don't like before you get into the portal, if you are not a hundred percent certain on I am going to be able to go to another Division One institution, you probably should not get in the portal for basketball. Yeah. I mean, even for football to to a certain extent too. It's tough. There are limited scholarships available. There are a lot of guys in the portal. Now, you still have the COVID backlog. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of guys with remaining eligibility. Um, and to be a young guy in the portal. I... Now, he did play. Mantis played very well this weekend. He had yes. definitely struggled the last maybe two or three weeks prior. Um, I mean, he's, he couldn't hit the rim to save his yeah. life. He had a good he had Some, a really, something was off. It he was had weird. a really, really good game Wednesday. Uh yeah, Wednesday against Georgia State was phenomenal. I don't know if that was a career high, but he had yeah, probably, 20, that, that, 20 something. Yeah, twenty something. He had, he ended up with a lot in that Charlotte game too. Um played phenomenal. He played solid tonight. He didn't have many opportunities, but I would say overall, especially the second half or the kind of the closing ten minutes, no one really had opportunities because it kind of just collapsed around him. So yeah. Uh, I don't hold that against him. That was just kind of a team collapse. So yeah. I'm I'm mixed on if Mantis will enter the portal because you're exactly right. If you're gonna jump in the portal for basketball, you've got to be. He scored so Mantis the other night. Wow, damn, that's impressive. He scored 22 points in 22 minutes. Well, yeah, because all it was like mostly three pointers, right? Yep. Yeah. He shot. Uh, he made two thirds of his threes. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's that's. That's wild. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, that's the thing with Mantis. It's always been his talent is there. Mm-hmm. The talent, the potential, it is, it's all there. Yep. Um, I really hope he stays. Mm-hmm. I really hope we get to see a, a junior year Chris Mantis um, in a more expanded role. Yep. Um, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I think for a couple other guys that have already transferred in. I don't see a situation where any of them leave. No. Um, just because how the transfer portal works, you can't. If you've already gone in once, you can't do it again without waiting another year. So I, I think that'll keep anybody else that, that still has eligibility that transferred. Yep. Um. So well, let's just look back at the season as a whole. We'll yeah. just kind of scroll through the, the schedule here um, and kind of pick out games that, that stand out. Okay, this is up to date. So our final record overall, sixteen and fifteen. Our overall winning percentage is com- uh, is five sixteen. Conference is ninety nine, right at five hundred. Uh, Would have been nice to get that that ten. Have a nice two digit in the win column, yeah. but such is life. Um, home is ten and seven. Away is six and seven. Neutral is zero and one. What was a neutral game? The UCSB game. Oh yeah, yeah, that was an anomaly. That's a yeah. That happened. Kind of forgot that. Kind of like the Vermont. <laughs> it's like the Vermont game last year. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. final appearance of the gray jerseys. We lost to Vermont on a buzzer beater that no one saw. Yeah, I listened to on the radio, and the radio, it, it, the announcer was, it was confusing. I thought we had won, and a few seconds later, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> no, that wasn't us. So we open with a what is, can we do some math real quick here against Warren Wilson 142 to 74 win right now I know we always have these big wins against whatever, whatever. Carlo right yeah that's a huge score yeah. they scored 74 142 to 74 was that like a 3 hour game 
It must have been. How did that happen? ESPN doesn't even have like a stat broad. Like you can't pull up a game score for it. Um, let me play uh, North Carolina Central win in overtime. A respectable win. NC Central's got a solid program. Yeah. Then we go to Louisville. We get the win, sixty-one to sixty. That was that frame perfect. Yeah, he missed goals. it. He, he, he missed, missed the it. gold split. Rolled off his fingers a split second too late. That was a game where myself and it sounds like many others thought we had lost for at least a minute. Received a notification that we had lost. Uh, shout out House United. I believe James tweeted. Like, good game, tried hard. Loved it, yeah. <laughs> good fight. And then that was when I was literally on my bed. I had my, my face in my hands. I'm on my knees like I was praying. And, and Cone Matriarch comes in, my fiance, and she's like, we won! <laughs> like, what? She's like, we won! <laughs> so, yeah, we start 3-0. and We're like, oh, shit, we're doing this. And then oh, we then lose we to have, Campbell. We, well, we have that, uh, the poorly marketed uh the tournament the tournament this of boon was, this was a mid-season tournament yeah it was the boon invitation right and it's still not on our website but i believe if you go to i think it's kennesaw state's website they have it listed they have it listed i believe it was the boon invitational i remember being so puzzled because i was in boon for that weekend i went to the kennesaw state game with uh with family and people were talking about like yeah, I watched the Campbell game. I watched uh, Southeastern Louisiana. I'm like, why the fuck are you watching these games? Where are you watching <laughs> these games? Yeah, you go to you drive right. Campbell why are there multiple people on Twitter talking about watching these games? Do do we know someone? <laughs> Does someone's child play for these programs? No, they were in Boone. They played in our yeah, arena. It is Kennesaw State's website it has it listed as Appalachian State Tournament. Oh. That's not even a name. No. That's no. you're telling me you're telling me you couldn't get a local spot. You can't couldn't get like the tap room tournament or Hardee's get them back involved. You know, yeah. shout out Hardee's, yeah. even though we lost a three point sponsorship. Hopefully there's no bad blood the between whole, the program. The whole lot of donuts invitational. <laughs> McAdoo's madness. It sounds like the naming rights for that would have been uh, a free box of donuts. No, no, dude. That's like ten million dollars worth of exposure. <laughs> That was very strange. But everybody so, yeah. played everybody that weekend. Yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, let's see. Lose to Furman. That sucked. Okay, here's the here's Charlotte another kind of standout one. The Charlotte, Charlotte game. game. <sighs> Worst loss of the Kearns era. Yeah. Maybe we lost by more points. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This was the... We were up. I walked into the arena. I believe it was 29 to... Four, 29 the, to six the first half though of the norfolk state game in the tournament was abysmal we fought but, back in that no one. right right that makes it a better but, loss but, than charlotte but didn't we have like 13 14 points in in halftime at that uh, during that one but we came back right that's true that's true it was it came down to one layup one last minute yeah. second chance layup yeah we had a 20 plus point lead i think it was 25 i think it was like 32 like the lead was insane when i walked in and saw the scoreboard i literally did like a cartoon double take yeah and then we lost 62 71 it wasn't close and that was a game where it started off mantis could not miss yep dude was 
unstoppable to start the game. I think he scored yep. like 22 points in the first half. And then we lost that. So absolutely the worst loss of the Cardinals era. Yeah. Again, we may have lost by more points here. The play in the first fourth game where we set the record for most missed threes and a half. That's pretty bad. This was lopsided. Bad. This was a seesaw in the most literal context, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wake Forest, UCSB. Um, then which we get into conference play, which is so weird. Like, no, like, like we're we're glossing over this here. Like, why did we? Why was the schedule Charlotte? Then you play NAIA Carlo, then Wake Forest, then Regent University, another NAIA, and then you go play UCSB. Like, and the Jerry Colangelo Classic. See, they got naming rights. They got names. Jerry Colangelo. Yeah. We start a uh, conference play, get stomped by Marshall. Welcome to the league. And then we uh, lose by six to Southern Miss. I wonder if that was one of their closest wins of the season. In hindsight, <laughs> losing by six at Southern Miss is not bad. No, no. Uh, With their retirement home team. <laughs> we beat Coastal. That was the CJ putback, right? Yes. At the buzzer? That was CJ's birthday weekend? Yeah. And then we go to JMU and stomp them on ESPNU, which is great. That was definitely a high point. Yeah, because JMU started hot then before yeah. they fell off. Uh, JMU washed. Uh, Georgia Southern losing that god awful buzzer beater. Elementary yeah. school defense. I if Justin Absent is on the court for that play, we we go to overtime. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. If we could, if, if if I had the opportunity to time travel and change any event in history, I'm putting Justin Absent on the court. Hold on, Will. Of all the App State men's basketball games, you would change that one? Now, we played Troy, and we beat Troy. Okay. Which is great. That's a dub. That was a big dub. That, like, people that have been following the team, Troy has literally been our kryptonite. Has been Kern's kryptonite. They've got, they've got deep state email leaks on Kern's. They've got files on Kern's. And I guess Kern's made a deal. He paid the settlement, right? <laughs> the hush money. And we got the dub against Troy. So that's big. Uh, coastal overtime. That was that was a poorly managed game, especially going to overtime. I remember that's the game where Donnie was just gas. Donnie was exhausted, and he stayed in for our. I'd like to see the stats. I don't know if this is even tracked for the amount of time where we possessed the ball in that five minute overtime period. I would say like 85 percent of it. It was in Donnie's hands, and he was physically exhausted. Like his shots, even the ones that went in, bounced off the front rim. Mm. He, he just, I know he's the leader, I know he's the senior, but he should have been pulled. He's tired. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Um, stomp ODU. Yeah, Stomp ODU. Uh, stomp Georgia State. Sweeping them this year is big. I know they're yeah. on a down year, but still, Georgia State is Georgia State. Big win against Arky State. That's right. We had that three, oh, yeah, that three-game streak of, like, big wins. Yep. I think these were all by 14-plus points, if I remember. That So we were like, oh, we oh. finally got it figured out. And then Looks we like lose to Marshall. Lose to Marshall, lose to JMU. Uh, we beat losing, Monroe. Losing those two at home in the yeah. same weekend, was that was that was rough. Yeah, that was uh, – I was at the JMU game. Both of those played out very similar in that – that was the best case. If if there's anyone that thinks that Kearns need to change the methodology away from a defense first team, those were the case studies. That yeah. was a we simply ran out of time. Our offense was not fast enough. We would get within one point, two points. The other team would go on a six point run, and we do it again and again, and then we lost. Uh, go to Monroe. 
we when we get clapped by South Alabama, which was weird. But then they ended up doing that same thing to Southern Miss. They yeah. did it to. They burnt the boats that night, dude. That's they did. They hey, there was a bonfire of boats. I'll tell you that much. They opened their Minecraft workbench. They made a couple boats. Got some uh, some uh, some uh, flint. Mm. They they grinded out some gravel. What is what's the recipe for flint, or, or for the uh, wait? Do you need gunpowder? Yes, but when you mine the gravel, what comes out? Is that flint? What is that called? Yeah, you can get flint from from that. So you put the flint on the left, and then diagonally you put an iron ingot, right? Mm. And then, and that's what Richie. Okay, we beat Texas State. <laughs> we. <laughs> Lose the ODU, um, and then this most recent weekend we beat Georgia State really handedly. That was a phenomenal game, our one of our most complete games, I would say. Yeah. And then tonight's loss to Georgia Southern was um, pretty much a collapse. Uh, we had that game controlled for the first half. Second half, there was a lot of back and forth, but it definitely felt like it was still controllable, still maintainable. Yeah. Um, but then their vampire Andre Savrasov. Thank, I hate that. Thank dude. God that kid is a senior. I hope he I he leaves forever. Uh, he had a career night, so appreciate that. Oh, you just never want to be like, you never want to be the team where someone has a career <laughs> night, especially that loser. Unless a career night is like five points because he never plays. You know, something yeah. like that. And it's like, oh, cool, great. Yeah, that's right. Uh, also, their announcer said that uh, he made a free throw, or whatever, and he's like. And that's how we got the name Mr. Consistency. And I thought, that's a lot of syllables for a nickname. Surely there's a better way to explain that. Uh, perhaps the mailman. Mm. Without the the uh, things associated with. Yes. We don't have to. We, we. So that's where, like, I, I worked a 13-inning baseball game tonight. And I had the game pulled up, like, mm-hmm. next to my video board monitor. And... I I watched up until it was like fifty to forty three, and I had to turn it off to go do post game stuff. And I was like, I feel pretty good. Like we kind of kind of turned on right there, pulled yeah, it, pulled yeah. ahead to that, got to that fifty to forty three number. I was like, I feel good. Mm. And then I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like I didn't even like think about it until I got home. I think it was a minute forty left. And I said, we're out of time. It was still only like a two-possession game, but I, I know at basketball. Yeah, at a minute 42, the number was 63 to uh, 67, four, uh, 63, four point. And another, just another way that this was a total collapse, Southern, in like a matter of a few minutes, picked up enough fouls to put us in bonus like early. Yeah. And we couldn't, we didn't capitalize. Justin went up, split a pair, one-on-one. X went one on one. Donnie, I think, went one and one, but then he made the rest of them. Um, it was like they handed us the bonus. I mean, they were giving us dumb fouls, and we we couldn't capitalize even with that. So that was disappointing. Um, oh, you mentioned thirteen. Uh, we just talked about the mailman. Make sure you look up. Everyone, Google Carl Malone thirteen. He has a tattoo. It's actually got a really cool story. Inside the NBA did a, a piece on it. Look up Carl Malone 13 and watch that video about his <laughs> tattoo. 
and uh, let us know what you think. And you should also uh, you, you should also look up. I think I think John Stockton, since he retired, has done a lot of uh, like kind of niche media appearances. I think he might have an Ancient Aliens in there. He like yeah, he likes sport, small media, independent media. Well, independent you know. thoughts, ideas. I think if you just Google like John Stockton conspiracy. Yeah, he's on Ancient Aliens. Yeah, yeah. I think that you'll pull up a clip from him on Ancient Aliens. Yeah, yeah. That's right, good. You can also look up um, a lot of good Utah jazz stories here. He really likes. Um, I'm trying to think of how to. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking too. Mm. I, uh, John Stockton. Oh, uh, he's a big FDR guy. Mm. He's actually a bit of an FDR historian. He's written a couple of books. So. It, talking about um you know the great depression if you look up john stockton collapse oh um there's a lot of pieces <laughs> good on his work um he's done some of his own research actually <laughs> you know i would hope he did he's his put own. together his own data and he's made it available so john stockton collapse john stockton conspiracy carl malone 13 look it up i mean you will fall in love with these guys yeah i mean you really will have a different your perception of the 90s utah jazz mm. will will change completely no i think i yeah, think yeah. if after you do your research on this right do your own research your potential top 10 list of you know greatest nba players of all time might change a little bit i think so i think so so make sure if you want to even do a video response you know, yeah. send us your thoughts. Let us know what you think about. Or even just a photo of of your face when you mm. you your you reaction yes. to seeing Carmelo's tattoo, to reading John Stockton's FDR uh, collapse bi- uh, biographies. Uh, John Stockton collapse, which is what it's titled. It's uh, collapse, a biography about FDR. You know, let John me Stockton. let me just make sure. Let me make sure it comes up when it's John Stockton. Then, yeah, make sure I have the name right. Just look that up real quick. Oh, first thing. First thing. It's probably even got an Amazon link, right? Kindle? It's on uh, Kindle? Well, no, it's actually it's it's politifact.com. So it's probably oh. it's probably just saying how factual John Stockton is. Because he does uncover research. some new information. Yes. About he does present about uh, Franklin. Yes, he does present new he brings new ideas to the table that That's no true. one has ever heard of before. I hadn't. I mean either. Had and I, I had, had heard no a lot idea. of details. I, and you thought that those might be details <laughs> that more people might know. <laughs> Man. You would almost think how did John Stockton figure this out before? And you think you know anyone else? Carl Malone and John Stockton's work is so honorable. You think the NBA would be more public about it? You think the NBA would put them on pedestals yes. and let the world know what yes. they've done? Yes, and let the world be proud of them. Well, and that's the thing; they couldn't have done it without the. I mean, Carl Malone so high up on on the all time point scoring list because he was assisted by John Stockton. Exactly. They go hand in hand. Hand in hand. Exactly. On and off hey, the court. Hand in hand is kind of related to Carl Malone 13. Yes, so it is. Ta- it's a hand tattoo. It's part of it. Yeah. Don't spoil it now. Okay. Don't I'm sorry. spoil it now. I'm sorry. Careful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I have State basketball. We're going to the tournament. We are the nine seed. This is our, our uh, TK High Country is our source. Very credible. Uh, look up TK High Country 13. Uh, no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, we'll play on Thursday. Um... <laughs> The 11 through 14 seeds will all play on Tuesday, which sucks that you got to travel and play on Tuesday in yeah. Pensacola. Tuesday. So we either play South Alabama, um, 
who stomped us and in strange Richie Riley fashion have been phenomenal all February. I don't know what the Man. fuck that guy does. I don't know why he doesn't just do it all year. But when it comes to February, you don't want to play South Alabama. Richie Riley is the greatest coach on the planet when it comes to the month of February. Uh, so that's a tough matchup. Or we play Georgia Southern, who, for obvious reasons, that's not good. However, the tournament's the tournament. Playing your rival in a tournament is always fun. Yeah. There's always potential for something wacky to happen. I will point out... Um, uh, Debaji Walker was not with the team this weekend. I believe there was a, a loss in his family, so he was attending a funeral and, and uh, spending time with his family. It would be phenomenal to have him back. I I don't know if his presence would have changed the outcome of tonight, but I think it certainly would have helped, given us a little more depth. Um, I just I just I love his intensity on the court, so I, I love when Debaji's playing. Um, so yeah, so that's why we opened. By by the way, I'm Will Strickland. I say Cone Boy. Perched on the FC Kona Force. So we waited a while to get that one in. 25 minutes. Uh, we opened by saying one tournament win would be a, a success uh, to wrap up the season. That's why. The Sun Belt got significantly stronger with the addition of those uh, Conference USA teams, which we expected. Um, Brian Emery made some, some great comments this week that um, there's been ups and downs of the season. We finished just over 500, and that includes the the volunteer teams. Um, but part of being a successful program is being competitive in down years, and going 500 a conference is by definition competitive. So you have to give Kearns credit. There's certainly opportunities that he mismanaged. There are games we should have won, but when all is said and done, we were competitive in a down year. On uh, what's Consider you could consider this a rebuild year, and we went 500 in a conference, yeah, and a much stronger conference. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing is is that you know this is not the same Sun Belt we've always had. Where you know I think take those teams out, we're looking at a much different you know, for sure yep. record. And I think our offense, it's just the roster's just not there. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah. your teams have problems that's not coaching or personnel. It just doesn't exist yeah just don't have the right pieces yeah um so yeah if we can get one dub i'd be happy if there's any magic and we can knock some of these other top teams out if we can make a run phenomenal i'm not holding my breath i'm happy with just that one win yep so we went one in four against the new sunbelt editions yeah and the new sunbelt editions they're three of the top four yeah right i mean they're legit yeah, and Southern Miss, I'm assuming they beat Texas State tonight. They're the regular season champs. Marshall is... is Should be the two. To two, unless it's Louisiana. And then Jamie would be three or four. Yeah. Wherever the Cajuns fall. Um, so, yeah, you got to give... Yep, so- Southern Miss beats Texas State. You got to give Kearns and, and staff props. Yeah. We lost... I think the biggest... Uh, you know, you lose players every year, right? So some it can sound like a cop-out. We lost Michael Monesey and Justin Forrest. Of course, they did not have their best years last year. Their uh, their 2020-2021 years were much better than the 2021-2022 seasons. Still, their leadership and their ability to take over a game was something that we don't necessarily have this year. I don't know if we have a guy that can take over like they could. Well, and I think I think it goes back to chemistry, too. Um 
there's we just there's not a lot of guys that have played a lot of minutes together. Yep. Um, there weren't a lot of guys that returned that played a lot together. And you bring a bunch, you get a lot of transfer guys in. You have freshmen like Justin Abson that are playing lots and lots of minutes. Yeah. Um, that that chemistry doesn't happen overnight, and sometimes it does take a couple years to kind of figure that chemistry out. So I I think this off season is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. You've already we've already you know caught wind. You got guys like Michael Eads who's going to hit the portal. Right. Um. You've got Zako, who's gone. Yeah, that's weird. So, I mean, that that was a guy you really hoped, you know, could redshirt this year or something along those lines and come in next year, play a big, big bulkier minute. So it, it's going to be very interesting what the staff does this the offseason. Yeah, they're in a tough spot. I think they're in an advantageous spot as well. I yeah. think there's definitely a foundation to build off of. You have some excellent young talent. Justin Absent is it's probably the best freshman I've seen as a as a Mountaineer since I since I the only argument the only argument you can make is maybe freshman year Justin Forrest, but I think I think Justin Absen's further along yeah. in in his I mean he plays like he's he's twenty two you you yeah. would not be able to guess on a court that he's you know a, a freshman in college it's yeah. unbelievable that he's a true freshman and Terrence Harcum has made excellent strides this season the line leader. The line, the line leader himself. So there's, and Xavion, uh, he was injured last year, but X has looked really good this last stretch yep. of the season. Yep. So I, I think the pieces are there. Yep. Your core is there. How how you surround them, how you you know build the team around them, what the system's going to look like, yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so it falls on coach to. Figure it out, put the pieces yeah. together, and get some dubs. But but you know the the hardest part is getting the pieces there, mm-hmm. and they're there. So, anything else about uh, Carmelone and John Stockton we want to promote? Um, hmm. Hmm. are we good? We maybe we we don't want to give them actually too much actually at once. actually actually I w- I would add a an extra piece to the to the Carl Malone thing um because the the tattoo is is representative of of his son of which you know he's very famous for loving his son of course unconditionally so i would just add i would say carl malone 13 son mm. and, then, and then that that's yeah. the google's you know we were trying to you know make sure search engine optimization it's a big focus these days we're just trying to make sure you find what we're looking for right we're trying to point we're, you in that direction we're not trying to tell you what to read yeah we're trying to send you to the library. We are not members of the lamestream media. No, 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 because we're not lame. <laughs> we're winners. <laughs>